We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. And welcome the Bill Michaels Show. We're on the air, and we are glad you are with us. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. That's the phone numbers, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, just a – this was a punch in the face. Just a punch in the face. I mean, for lack of a better term, that's that's what happened. Green Bay just got drilled yesterday. Um, getting a lot of people discussing what Aaron Rodgers had to say after the game. And what Aaron Rodgers said was that it was a wake-up call. Um, it's kind of the way he said it that's getting analyzed, or we're going to hear from him coming up here in just a little bit. But this was a wake-up call. I don't think it was a wake-up call just for the Packers, but this was a wake-up call for the fans as well uh, because the Packers got it handed to him. Just got beat up, for lack of a better term. Just got beat up. Billy Turner looked ugly yesterday out at the right tackle position at times. Didn't have it. Had pressure coming from that side. Lucas Patrick lost a few. We know David Bakhtiari went down with an injury. It, it just was was just some of the some of the stunts that didn't get picked up it wasn't that they didn't get picked up or they didn't recognize them it was just that the fact that they they being the packers had blockers that were a step slow in getting there at the point of attack aaron rodgers sacked 5 times officially 4 but sacked 5 times knocked down 14 times yesterday and hurried and it was just a, it was an all out siege and and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did it the way the Packers do. You get a little bit of a lead, and then you pin your ears back. Early on, put it this way, the Packers in the first two drives of that game yesterday had 144 yards. The first two drives of the game, the Packers had 100, and I I think it was actually like 134 yards technically. 
Uh, Ten of it was penalties, but 134 yards that they had garnered, okay? And the rest of the game, and the rest of the game, the Packers mustered 57. So their first drive was the field goal. Their second drive was a touchdown. Their third drive, and at third and ten, Aaron Rodgers picked off, goes back for six. The very next play, third play of the drive, picked off again, both times throwing to Devontae Adams. Then from that point on, the Packers went punt, punt, sack to end the half, punt, 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 punt. And they got completely outcoached and completely got away from everything they've done this season. Once they found themselves down, they got away from everything they have done this season. And once the defense called it quits, when they allowed Gronkowski on that 12-yard pass to get into the end zone to make it 28-10, that was three scores, it was over. It was over. And even And I know people hate him, but Troy Aikman even said, I went back and watched the game this morning, when Jones plunged in from one yard out to make it 38-10, to 10, did you see the defense just give up? They just stood there. It wasn't going to make a lot of difference. I get it, but they just stood there, you know. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Getting your reaction. Uh, Derek writes over in the uh, Facebook fan page that there's plenty of talent on the defense. The issue is the person coordinating it. An off day for the offense against a solid D will happen, but we've seen what happens when we don't put up 30-plus points. Penton's system isn't working, and we need a change. What system do you want to see? That's what I want to know. What system do you want to see? Because the question is, do you have the coaching or do you have the players? I think it's really easy to point the finger at the coaching. I really do. I mean, in the in the offense's case yesterday, for as much praise as I've given Matt LaFleur, yesterday I'm going to say he got outcoached. He got outcoached. He, he got punched in the mouth again, just like San Francisco did twice last year, and got away from what got you there. And it was, it, you know, I mean, I, I don't mean to use it as a negative term. I don't mean to, all of a sudden to, for this to be a bad word. But it became the Mike McCarthy offense. Run around, pat the ball, pat it, pat it, pat it. Look around, look around for Devontae. Can't find Devontae, throw it to somebody else. And you know why? Because you have this amount of talent, which is a limited amount of talent if you're looking at me, at wide receiver. For all of the people that kept saying when I when I and, and again it's not just me I mean other people have said other people have said it too but they said look what did you do in the first few rounds of the draft to help people is there a guarantee no but you're trying to hedge your bets you're trying to tell everybody including your fan base man we're we're really trying to fill the holes and we're going for it and they were there Patrick Queen was there wide receivers were there depth was there now I'm not poo pooing completely the wide or the uh, middle linebacker position. Because I think Chris Barnes probably played the best. He was our MVP of the game. Led the team in tackles and still had gone down early with an injury. He was everywhere. But the man could use some help. You picked up Christian Kirksey, who you knew had an injury issue coming into this thing, so you tried to go on the cheap, and that's what you got. You got a banged-up Christian Kirksey. You, you got exactly what you bought and paid for. 
Thank God Devontae, or, uh, David Bakhtiari, at least at this point in time, looks as if his injury is not going to be serious, but we don't know if it's going to keep him out for any kind of period of time. Nathan says the two picks were pivotal. I believe we would have stayed in the game if Rodgers doesn't stare down Devontae and force throws to him continuously. Can't win them all. You learn and you progress. Let's see what happens next week. They're probably going to win next week. They're probably going to win next week. I said in the first hour of the show, they're going to win 12, 13 games. They're good enough. But when they get to the postseason, is it just, you know, wash, rinse, repeat? Matthew says, looked exactly like the 49ers regular season game last year. Punched in the mouth, no fight back. Come January, it's going to be a similar outcome if we see them again, which is possible. We're never going to dominate on defense. But to see a little bit of fire would have been nice. Just a few thoughts. That's from Matthew. 855-830-8648. Says we haven't had a quality defensive coordinator since Fritz Shermer. You mean when Dom Capers was running things and his defense was ranked number one, that wasn't quality? What you haven't seen is smash-mouth dominant play. You've seen quality players in positions to make plays schematically. You go back to the defensive player of the year in Charles Woodson, uh, a very young Clay Matthews, the best season out of his career from a guy like A.J. Hawk. And then you had beef up front, guys that didn't get pushed around. Remember that when you had Cullen Jenkins and Howard and Green and B.J. and those guys up front? You had guys up front that were that were road graders, man. And they weren't going to get pushed around. And that allowed the guys, the middle linebacking core, the safety core, all of them to do their job. You had an up-and-comer in Tremont Williams and Sam Shields, and you had a Hall of Fame uh, candidate in Nick Collins, and you had the Defensive Player of the Year in Charles Woodson. That was a dominant defense, and it was predicated upon picks. 855-830-8648. So, no, you don't have to go back to Fritz Shermer. What you had with Fritz Shermer was beef. You had big dudes, man. You had the grave digger. And Sean Jones and Santana. And you had those guys up front. You had beef. Mono and mono, man. Not scheme. Today's day and age, it's about speed and scheme. Let's go to the phone calls. Talk to Ron listening to us in Chippewa Falls. Ron, how you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, not doing real good today, Bill. <laughs> I get it. Obviously, but... <laughs> Um, I think I think I think it was more that come down to the game plan. I mean, when you look at the Packers, when they look really good this year, it's that Rodgers gets the ball out of his hands, you know, two seconds, three at the most. Um, it's like this game plan. They got Devontae back. They said they, you know, it's like like you said, it almost went back to McCarthy offense. You sit back there, Rodgers got to sit back there five seconds, look for the routes to come open. You need you need the quick hitters with this team, the way this team is built and and with uh, the inexperience at at uh, Receiver and what happened to the quick, the quick slant or you know the the down and out the quick ones? Just mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he stared at he stared at Devante. I don't know how many seconds it was. So you know, um, and the other thing is, what about the deep play? It seems like the deep play is only in there a certain time. If Devante would have would have would have went an out and up on that play, it, it, he'd have been wide open for a touchdown. You know, right. Well, I mean, also don't forget they had Mercedes Lewis wide open down the middle. Aaron Rodgers missed him. He had pressure in his face. Yeah. Oh, can't can't drop that on the air. Can't drop that on the air. 
855-830-8648. You want to give us a shout again, 855-830-8648. Uh, Rick says, I'll take the Bears roster any day over the Packers roster other than quarterback. That's from Rick. Bears have a solid defense. Uh, Paul says the reason there's a reason it's a cliche. It means defense wins championships. The Packers just aren't good enough. SSDD, which means same stuff, different day. Zach says Brian Gutekinds didn't do anything to fortify Aaron Rodgers' weaponry. He's at fault. Why can't we point the finger at him? Uh, AR12 says I think that Aaron Rodgers is out there on an island. While he didn't have a good game yesterday, he also doesn't have anybody else to throw to other than Devontae and Aaron Jones out of the backfield. What happened to hitting everybody? Robert Tanya missed a couple. Mercedes missed a couple. They didn't do anything to help him. When is Brian Gutekunst not going to be off the hook? Um, like, like I said, I mean, you know, hey, if, if Jordan Love in three years turns out to be the guy, then you're going to be joyous in three years. But that doesn't do a damn thing for the, the here and the now. You know, is what it is. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Sean and the gang, they are looking for help. If you are looking for a job, they are looking for you. He's got almost more jobs than he can handle, but he's getting to everybody. So if you need polyurea coatings, uh, whether it's epoxy floor coatings, different colors, different finishes, if you are a resident, a homeowner, like yours truly, I ended up having the, the gym done here in the house, or maybe you're a business owner, your showroom, your front office, your greeting area, whatever it is, you want to get that done and, and have it last for a lifetime because they warranty it for life. Or maybe you're an industrial owner and you want to get the, you know, the, the delivery bays or something like that, or maybe even your storage facility done. They can do that. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Uh, Sean of the gang, proud sponsor that take us and help us uh, give us uh, you know the best Super Bowl coverage. Uh, not only in the uh, in the state, but in the upper Midwest and the region. So thanks to them for being a part of that as well. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got more phone calls. Also, Adrian Amos had some thoughts after the ball game. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. So I am driving this past weekend um, kind of out in the, I'm not going to say out in the country, but taking the back roads, enjoying it. It was on uh, Saturday, man. It was windy. It was it wasn't terribly cold. It was cold early on, and then it warmed up a little bit, but it was still windy. But I'm driving back, and I'm sitting at the corner uh, up near Pioneer Road, and there's a, there's a farm, and they've got corn, and they're harvesting the corn. And the combine and the truck that's going alongside is right next to him. And I just kind of got my window and I motioned over. And the guy, you know, kind of stopped for a second and said, yeah. And I just said, corn for ethanol? And he goes, yeah, how'd you know? I said, just saying thanks. Guy said thanks. So if you see a lot of the corn being harvested right now and you're wondering why is it all dried out, because most likely that's corn that's being used for ethanol. And it's uh, our Wisconsin Biofuels Association want to remind you that uh, one thing we've learned in the pandemic, whatever you can do to buy local, buy local. If you can run on lead at 88 in your vehicle, if it's newer than 2001, you probably can. It's not only good for the environment or better for the environment, but 
Uh, it really does help out the farmers, and God knows the farmers need it right now, right? I mean, you see the uh, the uncertainty about the milk futures, and gosh, we are such a dairy state. We are so dependent on our farmers, and we just got to help them out. So if you can go to any store, much like a Quick Trip or a Jets or something like that where they have Unleaded 88, and you want to kind of complete the circle of life, if you will, try filling up with Unleaded 88. Or if you've got the flex fuel badging on the back of your car, the green stuff on the back of your car, the gas cap, chances are you can use E85, and that's even more ethanol. But to ethanol, it's it's not what it used to be. And all the, there's so many myths out there about it. And if you really want to dispel the myths and get you know all the questions and such, all you got to do is go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. And, you know, kind of see for yourself what it is. Don't take my word for it. Just, you know, see for yourself what I'm talking about. And, do something good for the farmers. Um, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Let's go to Ken listening to us on the north side of Milwaukee. Ken, how you doing, man? What's going on? How you doing, Bill? Um, i got a few questions. Uh, the first sure. one is uh, I'm disappointed in uh, Mercedes Lewis. I don't know how he dropped that open catch to go downfield, the one that Aaron Rodgers threw. And he uh-huh. looked like he leaked forward and dropped it. I, I think it was just an over. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, even uh, Troy Aikman alluded to it. He just missed it. Aaron Rodgers just missed the throw. So, I, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Mercedes Lewis dive and come up with that ball. But the throw itself was off. And uh, that's one of those throws as a, as a quarterback you'd probably like to have back. What else? What else did you have? Um, the other one, I want to know what you would think it is. What is, do you think it would have been a big difference if they would have got like a, a Dez Bryant for the offense to help Devontae, uh, in a receiving court? And, uh, do you, then the other one is about bringing a Clay Matthews to help them on defense. Do you think that would have been a good leadership or a good help on defense with them? That's, that's two good questions. Appreciate the phone call. Um, when you talk about bringing in a Dez Bryant, you know, look, um, both guys, whether it's Clay Matthews or Des Bryant, I look at it this way. If you work them out and you think this guy can help you, you bring them in. Whatever thought process, your thought should be as a general manager winning. Putting your team in the best possible position to win. Now, you do have to be cost cognizant. You can't throw your team into a salary cap jail and then – Give everything up for this season to win and and just pee away the next two or three years. You can't do that. I understand that. You have to always think about the franchise. But I, when the guy that is your number one draft pick who you traded up to get doesn't even dress, that is a and you've got a Hall of Famer sitting there going, "I need some help." That's a hard pill to swallow, man. And, again, this is where, while people give me grief all the time, oh, yeah, we're 4-1 and one without, you know, drafting a, a wide receiver. I agree with that. But yesterday you clearly saw the depth come into play against a good defense. You think you're going to play, what, Detroit in the NFC Championship game? I mean, you're not. You're not playing a team like Detroit in the NFC Championship game. You're playing a team like Tampa Bay. And they whooped your ass. And they made it look easy. So, 
you know, I mean, that's what you're drafting for. What we all saw last season is what – I mean, Seattle went out. Seattle defense sucks. And they said, look, we need to do something. They picked up snacks. Now, whether or not he's going to be this giant, impactful player, we don't know. But they said, you know, we got to do something. So they, they, they made an effort. They may have allowed that defense over age, time, and money to erode. I, I understand it. But they said, we need something. Swallow the pride, man. Go out and get it done. And they did. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Gabe listening to us out here my way in Pewaukee. Gabe, how you doing today, buddy? What's up? Hi, I'm doing great. I hope you can hear me. I'm kind of in a cell zone. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was really upset by watching Rodgers come up to the line of scrimmage with four or five seconds left on the clock. This is a guy who is known not only for his arm, but for his brain. When he gets to the line of scrimmage and sees the defense, he doesn't really have time to make a change. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him have the plays in his head when he gets in the huddle, get up to the line of scrimmage. I was watching Brady. He was up there sometimes with 15, 16 seconds before the snap. Right. And then, of course, the hard count would be more effective, too. If the defense right. didn't know it's down to zero, we can charge whether he counts it or not. So yeah, I, they I did a lot of things thing. yesterday. That yeah, no, I agree with you. They did a lot of things yesterday that they don't normally do, at least that they haven't done throughout this season. And that has been an area in which Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers both stated after the game, uh, they didn't get the plays in time. They ran the clock down. They took a delay a game penalty. They had another timeout because of it. And numerous times they were either snapping it at one or as the clock was expiring to zero, they were snapping the football. And I, I, I agree with you. That has been something that's been my bugaboo for a long time because you're right. You don't have time to give a hard count. You don't have time to use some of the legit weaponry that you have at your, your, your arsenal, your availability, because you've limited yourself to hurry up, basically. You're hurrying your own play, which also can lead to guys still getting settled in their stance. You're snapping the football. The defense knows they got off, which is why yesterday, and I appreciate the phone call, I alluded to this. I said, look, it wasn't just that the offensive line got kind of beat up. It was the fact that they stunted some simple stunts, some things that, that Tampa Bay did that it is not that difficult. But they beat you to the point of attack. You couldn't give them a legitimate block and or protect your quarterback at times because you weren't at the spot you were supposed to be in because you were still getting set when the ball was being snapped. Completely agree. Completely agree. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. When we come back, we're going to take a listen to the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Just for a couple of minutes. I'll still take phone calls because there's a lot of people who want to chime in. Still take phone calls, still take emails, still take your reaction on Twitter, still take your reaction on the Facebook fan page. Try to get to as many as I can. But, hey, by the way, for those listening, uh, follow me on the Facebook fan page. Uh, coming up 7 o'clock tonight, Facebook Live. We'll do just a Q&A back and forth. I'll try to answer as many questions as I can. i got some emails I'm going to print out. But we'll continue this coming up tonight. Facebook Live, 7 o'clock tonight. Go to the Facebook fan page, uh, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. We'll do some stuff live from the wagon wheel tonight, okay? 
So that'll be coming up tonight as well. Uh, some uh, some video Q&A, you and I, okay? Uh, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. For a couple of minutes, we'll take a listen. And then after that, back into phone calls. And if you had to put your finger on one or two specific things the Packers have got to fix if they're going to go deep, not in the season, but in the postseason, what would they be? More of the Bill Michael Show next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Welcome to the program. Hey, some breaking news in the world of news, not sports, but uh, the Wisconsin judges reimposed the order limiting capacity of indoor gatherings and uh, for restaurants and bars, uh, unfortunately, to 25%. They basically upheld the governor's orders. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I implore you. It was sad. I was out this past weekend, and I had a terrific time. I, I you know, spent time at a couple of different places. Uh, I mean, I, first time I'd ever been to a place called Just Arts, downtown Milwaukee. Just a just an old dive bar in the middle of Milwaukee. Just a, an old eclectic place. Been there 40 years uh, met Art uh, for the first time, and it just had a drink. It, you know, it was just one, but it was just one of those old dive bars in Milwaukee. And Art's such a good guy and such a smart, smart man, and uh, and just uh, kind of discussed a lot of worldly things on Saturday night. And I wanted to give him a shout out, but um, it was sad. It, it really is. It's sad to see just businesses dying. You know, I know that there's this happy medium somewhere in between where. You know, there's a responsibility of us and a responsibility of those that's supposed to protect us. But I, I keep saying to people, look, I, I appreciate the fact that we're trying to stay healthy and trying to curb the the spread of the coronavirus. I understand it. I really, really do. As somebody who had uh, at one point, you know, I didn't test positive for it, but I apparently I'd had it via the antibody test. But, um, I'll tell you this. For the mayors and the governors, not just here in our state, but everywhere else, if you shut everything down, what are you coming back to? Man, I feel for business owners. I really, really do. Just do your part. If you, if you have anything that you can spare, even if it's curbside pickup, whatever, for the restaurants and the restaurants and bars are being blamed for everything. Motorcycle rides are being blamed for everything. You know, it's just it, it's like no. People are gathering, whether it's outdoor events or protests or whatever it happens to be, from, from one end of the spectrum to the other. People are out there. It's not just bars and restaurants, and you're killing these people. The backbone of the economy, the backbone of the state of Wisconsin, the most iconic things that we have are falling by the wayside almost on a daily basis, and it's sad. And then in addition to that, I, I talked to a gentleman over the weekend who – has been unemployed now for 14 weeks and can't even get a response back from unemployment. 
How do people live? What do you do? You know, I just, man, I feel so, my heart is just broken to watch this state just fall apart. Just fall apart. And I commend the the, the doctors and the nurses and everybody doing they, what they possibly can as, as the testing goes up and as the case numbers go up and such. I, I, I don't work in a hospital. I don't know what the actual numbers are. I get it. There's two sides to this. There's got to be a happy medium. There's got to be something. This state is dying, both literally and figuratively. And all everybody wants to do is point the finger. It's like do something to help people, man. So anyway, I just that was my two cents. I, I just feel really bad watching a state that I've known now since 1999 and I call home fall apart like this. And for what? For what? Uh, 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, go ahead and do so. Packers get knocked off yesterday. And Matt LaFleur, after the game, before he took questions, he said, let me make this statement. Here's what it was. That was a pretty frustrating day today. And got out coached, got out played. You got to give give the Bucks all the credit in the world. They, they had a good game plan, and they really took it to us in, in really all three phases. But we just got to make sure that we stick together. We, we got to bounce back. Got to have a good week of practice because uh, I think that you really look critically at throughout the course of the week. I don't think it was our best, and it showed today, and that's what happens. And so we'll find out what we're all about. But we got to hit that reset button and bounce back. And, again, it starts by looking at the film critically, everybody looking inward, staying together, and and, and learning from this because this is is not fun. And it was a pretty frustrating night. Um, Damn straight. He also says the offense never got into a rhythm. We never got into a very good rhythm. I don't think it was definitely not my best game in terms of getting in the personnel and, and play call into the huddle. We looked really slow getting out of the huddle, too. I think there was a lot of thinking going on. And if you just look back at our previous four games, we, we hadn't had a lot of mental errors. But that falls on me. i got to do a better job with our guys and, and uh, making sure that everybody's dialed in, knowing what we're asking of them. And then ultimately, they get – those guys got to take it out to the field and go out and execute. So then the question is, which I could have pretty much, as the question is coming out, I'm hearing it, you can almost answer it yourself because you're never going to get the honest answer out of Matt LaFleur. And he was asked if he thinks Rodgers was starting to see ghosts after he threw the pick six. I don't think so. I think there was that pressure was real, man. And uh, I don't think we blocked it very well. I don't think we had a, a great answer from a schematic standpoint so no i don't i don't i definitely don't think that okay so we i pretty much saw that coming uh lafleur says the practice this past week coming out of a bye week not good i I don't want to say that I, i will say that our practice this past week was not up to our standard that uh you know these guys have have developed over the last year and a half and that's what happened today. You know, you, you practice like crap, and then you go on and play like crap. And then LaFleur says that what they can learn from all their losses that they've had have been by rather large margins. The one thing that you do learn from it, and we are trying to stay with it, is, is just 
especially from an offensive perspective, is, is just kind of staying with our game plan and not trying to drift away from it. Because I know that that's happened in the past and that's when the game's really gotten out of hand. But we just, nothing seemed to be working. Nothing was working outside those first two drives. It just, it was it was definitely a frust, frustrating deal when, when they continue to bring pressure and you, you don't have good answers for it and you can't beat it. So we'll take a good hard look at the film and, and try to learn as much as we can from it. Um, I, I understand his statement. You can't get away from your game plan, but they did. Now, whether or not Tampa Bay forced you to do so, they did because they continued to put points up and you didn't have an answer defensively for them. But you got out of your game plan, and you got out of your game plan quick. You know, and again, that goes back to Matt LaFleur. You know, I, I, I stated again when, and we talked about it at the beginning of the show today, uh, I think it was from ESPN Stats and Information. They only picked up, what was it, 70, 72 yards. 72 yards uh, in the game. Oh, excuse me, 71 yards on 32 plays when they did not run motion. 71 yards on 32 plays when they didn't run motion. In other words, when you're running motion, you're picking up chunk plays. You're picking up more yards per carry, more yards on per play average. And you're not doing it, and you got away from that. Why? Your whole, your whole offense is predicated upon motion, and they didn't do it. They got away from it. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Carl listening to us on the south side. Carl, how you doing today, man? What's going on? All is well, and you? I'm doing okay today. I mean, today's a frustrating day, but uh, we reset today. Nah, don't worry about it, man. Listen, Packer fans, this is what the media wants. They want us to overreact. We're the small market team. You know, we don't get any, you know, love anyway from anybody, so I don't understand what the big fuss is about. Um, We need to relax, and we need to calm down and see things up on the bright side. The bright side is we have a Hall of Fame quarterback. That is the makeup on the ugly chick. I called in on – Bart's earlier show, and I said this this scenario again, and I'm going to continue to throw it out there until people understand that it's us. It's the culture. It's the culture of Wisconsin sports in general. We have adapted to this mediocrity that has pretty much plagued us as a small market team. What do I mean? We know what the issue is, as every fan knows that we want to bring in talent. But our front offices are not going to help us. We can kick and scream like, 10-year-old kids, and we can throw tantrums and tweet all day, tweet all day about it. They're going to still bring in mediocre talent. They're going to bring in another third-rounder or a practice squad player, and here you go, Aaron. Here's another toy. We know that there's an Odell Beckham Jr. out in Cleveland that's unhappy with the quarterback play that he's getting from Baker Mayfield. They actually benched that guy and said that it was a rib injury. We can get him. We can get Antonio Brown for a pack of Newports and a squeegee, but we're not going to get him because – the fans have already deemed him to be a cancer, which I think is the most despicable word to use against a player. But we're not going to get him. And that's the guy that can easily change the face of the Packers. Um, the Packers are soft. The Packers in general, and I'm talking about just as a team aspect on defense, um, we got Darnell Savage that went down, right, Bill? And yep. one thing that I've noticed with Darnell Savage is that he's injury prone. I love the kid. I think he flies around the ball. But honestly – if we're going to be honest, Earl Thomas, a veteran, just like Charles Woodson now, we can plug mm-hmm. and play that guy into that lineup 
and I guarantee you we would see an instant change of an attitude on that defense. That's what's missing from this defense. It's not Mike Pettin. It is the players. The players have no attitude, fellas. We, if you have no attitude and no moxie, no nasty about you on defense especially, well, that's, that's pretty much you're going up head-to-head against these guys and you want to smack them in the mouth. If you can't do that and you want to be the pretty boy, I'm, I'm sorry, you're not going to win like that. I, I, I think Matt LaFleur does not get these guys up, up on Sundays. I think that he's a little too lax. I think he's going to fall into the Mike McCarthy thing and where he's going to rely on Aaron. And when you allow Aaron to pretty much be the coach and run the team, he's going to do what he's doing. I don't blame, I blame the first pick on him, but the second one wasn't on him. That was on Devontae Adams, you know, coming back, a little, you know, rusty. But at the same time, man, you can't force me to like these other fans have been saying. But we have to understand, man, no matter how much we kick and scream, like I said earlier, we are not going to get it done. We have to really hold their feet to the fire. Guys got heads got to start rolling. Hudikins screwed up on this draft. I, I'm looking for him to go. I'm looking for uh, Murphy to go. Because, honestly, we're going to keep doing the same thing. All they want is our money. We have to really – if we don't – if we want change, we have to stop spending. And that's, I'm talking to our whole fan base. And, and this is serious from all sports across the board in Wisconsin. We have to stop spending for these teams if they're not going to put out good talent. I'm sorry to take up so much time, Bill. Thanks for letting me vent. But, uh, nope, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I, I, I get where you're coming from, man. You want to see your franchise do more. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Go ahead and give us a shout, 855-830-8648. Well, should the Packers do one thing when it comes to the game yesterday? I'll ask you that question when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Our friends at New Mail Medical Center say, hey, if you're if you're just dragging a little bit, energy level is low. Maybe things in the uh, in the what is supposed to be the better room of the house, if you know what I'm talking about, aren't up to snuff. And maybe you're just putting on weight. You just want to kind of bust out of this because you're going to go into fall and you don't want to start packing on winter weight on top of what you had during you know the, the quarantines and pandemic and not doing the same stuff you normally did this season. Uh, call my friends at New Mel Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mel Medical Center. Give them a shout. And uh, just tell them you want to be able to come in and just be evaluated. The phone call is free. You can find out all the information you need. But come in and be evaluated. Just kind of make your life better. You know, if you're packing on the weight, if you're over the age of 30, you could start, already start to have you know low T issues, but it's for mental clarity. Get rid of the brain fog, more energy, lose some weight, feel better, and if you have ED, if you're suffering from things like that, they can help, but you can't do anything if you don't call. 414-455-4451, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Uh, let's do this. Um, this is from uh, Mark real quick. Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, do you think Aaron Rodgers – just got beat up and starting seeing, started seeing shadows or with the pressure real, as Matt LaFleur said. Oh, the pressure was real. You know, I, Aaron Rodgers is a quality quarterback, but he can't 
he can band-aid so much. Quality quarterback playing in the NFL can only band-aid so much. If you don't have that, complete teams win championships. If you got a good defense and a really good offense, quality quarterback, and you're pretty deep, you got some really solid Pro Bowl-type players at certain positions, and then you've got good depth all the way around, that wins you a championship. It's that simple. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Let's go to uh, Tim listening to us in Appleton. Tim, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bill. First-time caller, long-time listener. Glad to have you. What's up? Well, I enjoy your show. Uh, you posed a question earlier about what type of scheme would you like to see. I, I, I would prefer an attacking attacking type 3-4 defense. And I, the reason I say that is, um, you know, yesterday, in the absence of creating pressure up front with your with your 3 or 4 or 5 or whoever you're sending, um, you have to add pressure on a blitz package. Uh, letting a quarterback like Tom Brady sit back there, or any good quarterback, I guess, for that matter, um, sit back there and pick apart your defense is, is certainly not the answer. Um, the secondary's best friend is a pass rush. Uh, we, you know, we saw several times we sat in coverage, especially on the goal line when Gronk made that catch where we had eight in coverage and we still couldn't stop him. Um, I just feel that, you know, making the quarterback uncomfortable, and especially as we started to turn the corner and we were down in the second half, um, we needed to create a turnover, and sitting back in coverage certainly wasn't the answer. I, I agree. I, you would have loved to have put pressure on Brady and gotten him into a situation where he ends up hurrying a pass, throwing off a back foot, whatever it happens to be, and lets one go up into the air that's up for grabs and you come down with it. I mean, really, yesterday Aaron Rodgers might have had four picks. He had one that fell right you know, through the, through the uh, defender's hands and another one that could have been picked. But uh, but just he had a ton of pressure in his face. I'm not making excuses for Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have a good game. But it's a culmination of things, what made that offense so poor. Stay tuned. Hey, Rob Reichel wrote an interesting uh, piece and uh, regarding Forbes where it said, uh, Aaron Rodgers' latest stinker reminds everyone why the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love. We'll debate this coming up here in about 15, 20 minutes. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.